Hey everybody, it's Aaron Albert. It is Tuesday, November 26th, Thanksgiving week. I wanted to put out a quick podcast today to update you on a couple of fronts. Number one, uh, I am actually reversing roles this week. I was a guest on another podcast talking about my new report, Who's at the Helm of Healthcare? And so that should be coming out soon. As soon as it does, I'll be sure to share it with all y'all because I love being on the other side of the microphone from time to time. It's a lot of fun. And secondly, I got a question in my inbox earlier this week, and um, thank you for the question, but the uh, pharmacist who asked me the question, I wanted to share kind of some of my top line results or answers to her question, and hopefully I know I am thinking ahead to my own 2020 and what work I want to be doing in the new year, in the new decade. Um, One of my contracts is ending at the end of the year with Butler University, so I won't be teaching formally in the classroom in 2020 yet, at least. (laughs) TBD on that. But um, nonetheless, I loved her question, and it was about career pivots. Namely, how do you approach a career pivot when you are ready to make an adjustment in your own career? And I think it's a really appropriate question at this time of year as well. And I wanted to give you some thoughts on it. First and foremost, career pivots are sometimes major and sometimes minor, meaning it could be the job or the experience itself that you're changing or it could be something that you're adding on to your own current career portfolio to get you into a place in the future where you want to be. There is a great book that I always recommend on pivots, um, and it's called Pivot by Jenny Blake. And Jenny Blake is an author who, and now uh, independent entrepreneur, who used to work for Google and she left her day job at Google, which her family thought was completely insane, uh, to start career coaching and make her own career pivot. And she wrote this book about how to, maybe I don't want to use the word safely, but how to approach career pivots in a way that's a little easier to digest. Because if you make radical changes overnight, that can really affect not only your psyche, in your career, but also your bank account. And sometimes um, that's great if you pivot in a direction where you're going to make more money um, and have a great job that you just absolutely love. But in the real world, um, most of us don't make dramatic changes like that overnight. We actually pivot a little more subtly. And her, her theory, I think, matches my own theory to some extent in that you can make pivots very small and just keep beta testing ideas. So for example, one pivot that I'm making right now is LinkedIn Live. I got access to it. It's video real time over at LinkedIn Live where I'm live streaming uh, content there. I got the access to it back in September and I have been experimenting with it ever since. And subsequently, a lot of people have come to me and asked about hey, how could I get on LinkedIn or how can I use this tool to develop my own business or my own entrepreneurial coaching business, etc. So 
That's just one little tiny pivot that I've made in and put in my own current career portfolio to understand not only how to utilize, but then how to help others utilize it as we move forward. And spoiler alert, I've been reading all the, the gurus in social media marketing and what's going on in digital for 2020. And every article points to digital in the fact that it's going to be live stream and it's going to be video all the time. So video is where the action is. It's not my current favorite uh, media to utilize. I really love podcasting for all the reasons you can think of, plus more. I have a face for radio. I love that I can be in my jammies and talk to y'all because, spoiler alert, I am right now. Um, But I think it's really important at the end of the day to make your pivots very small at first. And really, the LinkedIn Live thing is just something else I've added to my career portfolio. I'm not really monetizing it yet, um, although I, I guess I could in the future. But for me, it's always first and foremost to beta test an idea. So I don't, I'm not a diver. I don't dive into something 150% usually. For me, I want to experiment, dip my toes in a little bit, go to the, the, you know, the, the kiddie side of the pool and then work my way into the deep end. So I think that is my philosophy when it comes to pivots and career pivots. You can do something a little bit of your own on the side and test it out. And if it doesn't work, so what? You're out what? A few LinkedIn live hours of beta testing and live streaming. But you have those enduring materials. You can go back and watch them and learn from them. So for me, uh, I make those tiny adjustments and then I keep tweaking. Um, And Maximizer's in my top five too. So I love to take something and make it bigger and bolder, but I'm always gonna start small and think big. So I hope that helps on the career pivot uh, discussions um, and questions that I've received. It's something that I always put into kind of my own career development plan during the year as well. So there might be something that I'm curious about. And so the first step for me is to start reading about it. Then if I have access to it, like LinkedIn Live, for example, experimenting with it. If I go back and look at my first LinkedIn Live versus my 15th LinkedIn Live, hopefully there's some incremental improvement there. But even if there isn't, I'm still getting and gaining experience in live streaming. Then um, the ultimate or penultimate, I guess, is trying to commoditize whatever it is that you're doing. Will somebody actually pay you to do what it is that you're doing? That's a fine line, though. Um, Of course, if you're not getting paid to do it, that's what we call a hobby. If you are getting paid to do it, finally, then, you know, sometimes some people have the joy kind of sucked out of it when you're actually getting paid. And I've, I've personally experienced that in some instances myself. When I started out, dipped my toes in, read, it, read about something, start experimenting with something, and get to the point where people are actually paying you. Um, there's mixed theories on that. You know, it's great to be paid, great to pay your bills. On the other hand, it's also not great for the creative souls to be told what they should and shouldn't do. And when people start paying you for those things, the expectation is there that um, 
they're going to assist in shaping your content or telling you what you can and cannot talk about. The photographer at the New York Times, Bill Cunningham, always joked that um, you should never take money because once they pay you, they they control you. <laughs> so I see both sides. I love to get paid as an entrepreneur, and so it's great, but... You know, sometimes pivots can be just for your own, they can feed your own soul. Instead of feeding your bank account, maybe they're feeding your soul. Maybe you have a job or a day job that you don't really have passion around anymore. And so a career pivot or an experiment kind of on the side can be something that feeds your soul. Wow, a lot more than I really wanted to talk about around career pivots, but I did want to get an answer back out to this individual and to you all. I don't know. What do you think about career pivots? I think about my own career and how many times I've pivoted, and I think I should be dizzy by now. But for me, I love career change and variety. Change and variety is in my top five values. I love change, and I love making something better as a maximizer. So again, uh, your, your tolerance for pivots, maybe you want to go back to looking at your strengths and your values as well to see if you're good with change. Um, and some people are more inclined and love change and some people are not. But it's really important, I think, more than anything to stay true to yourself. Be authentic. Don't do something because somebody else is doing it. You should try something or pivot in a career direction that you want because it works or you want to explore it, not that everybody else is doing it. There's your little giblet for the day. I am off uh, on uh, work today. Again, I had my vacation, learncation hangover yesterday, unburying from email and the avalanche of work that was waiting for me. Still doing that today somewhat. But I will be back hopefully sometime this week later on. I know I'll have a little bit of time off getting ready to launch a brand new podcast mini series for y'all here very soon. It'll be the last mini series of the year here at the Edutainer podcast. It'll be really good, I think, too, if you're planning ahead. And I'll give you a little hint. It's around associations for 2020. Shocker. I know. Around my day job. But... I think it's really important. I know I think about my own professional development for the coming year now. And one thing that I include in that is which associations I'm going to choose to be a part of in the coming year or the coming decade in our case. So I'm going to start exploring some of those with you. So to give you some food for thought, particularly for the pharmacists and life scientists and healthcare professionals out there, this mini series will be focused on that. So there you go. Everybody have a great rest of the week. Don't eat too much turkey. Take care.